Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Hannah Critchlow. This week we depressurise pigeons, all in an attempt to answer this. Hello Dr. Hannah, this is Ahmed coming in from the New York, New Jersey area. Say if an astronaut were to release their helmet uh, while they're outside on their spacewalks, would that astronaut first freeze due to the lack of heat or explode due to the lack of air pressure? Thank you. So, freezing or fragmentation in space, which comes first? In the vacuum of space where it's low pressure, water boils at a lower temperature. It expands, creating gas, and this could possibly cause you to explode or sweat to the point of desiccation. Or would you first freeze in space? What's the temperature there? Well, it varies depending on where you are. If you're sitting in the Earth's orbit, you'll eventually end up at about 4 degrees Celsius in the Sun. If you're in between galaxies, however, with no stars or hot sun around you, you'll end up about minus 270 degrees Celsius. So let's firstly do an experiment to find out what would happen to our blood in space. I visited naked physicist Dave Ansell, putting a glass of water as a substitute for blood into a pressure chamber to recreate the low pressure in space. After a few minutes here... So we're now at about a quarter of atmospheric pressure and you can see small bubbles starting to form. The vacuum chamber is actually misting up with all of the water that's evaporating from the tumbler and, uh, and the water's then condensing on the cooling tubes. Oh, wow, there's just been an explosion, I think, or there's just been something violent going on. <laughs> Biggish um, bubble coming up, which is sprayed water. That water is cooling down because it's losing lots of energy and the boiling is getting less and less violent. So this is what would happen if you had a glass of blood in space. It would boil. But a human isn't a glass of blood. So your blood is surrounded by blood vessels and tissue. So whether that means the blood will boil is another question. So how can we test that? I'm not putting myself in a vacuum chamber. So as a better model of a person being exposed to vacuum, I have a nice succulent oven-ready pigeon. And I've now put that in the vacuum chamber. Oh, oh, I can see the skin popping. There seems to be um, like kind of air bubbles coming out of the skin. The skin is actually being lifted slightly by water, vapour, even gases trapped underneath it. And they're expanding as the pressure outside it is reducing and it's lifting some of the skin off. And that might rupture some blood vessels near the surface. But the skin itself is staying one solid piece. It's not really exploding. So a pigeon isn't a perfect model for a human, as it's been mostly bled and it's had his head cut off and the skin damaged by plucking. But these results do seem to suggest that our circulation and tissue can, to a large degree, 
withstand the low pressure of space in order to circumnavigate an explosion. Dave also adds... In fact, various experiments have been done on this, deliberately and less deliberately. Various animals have been exposed to vacuum and they don't explode. They have various tissue damage and possibly their eardrums will get damaged if the um, depressurisation is very quick. But their body is plenty strong enough to contain that pressure. And in fact, even a person has been accidentally exposed to a vacuum and he survived the experience. So we'd probably asphyxiate and dry out rather than explode in space, it seems. Thanks, naked physicist Dave Ansell with his vacuum pump. And I'll be having a slightly desiccated roast pigeon for my supper this evening, I think. Well, with that topic digested, we next make a movement to ponder a question in from an anonymous listener. Can we produce power from poo? We produce loads of the stuff and it must still have some good stuff in it. So surely scientists can delve away at it to make some electricity? So can we produce power from poo? Electricity from excrement? Can we lay cables courtesy of the colon? Let us know what you think. You can email studio at thenakedscientists.com. You can tweet at Naked Scientists. You can write on our Facebook page or you can join in the debate on our forum, which is at nakedscientists.com slash forum. The Naked Scientists Question of the Week, brought to you in association with the How to Wisman Foundation, supporting science and education from Alpha to Omega.